Welcome to Resilient You, a podcast with personal resilience expert Steve Leventhal, brought to you by Corestone. Development starts inside. Today, we'll talk about sustaining a crisis by cultivating personal strengths. We're pleased to welcome today Dr. Ryan Nemec. Ryan is a leading figure in the field of positive psychology, particularly in the research and practice of character strengths that are found in all human beings. He serves as education director of the VIA Institute on Character, a global nonprofit organization in Cincinnati, Ohio, that advances the latest science of character strengths. Ryan is the author of nine books, including the number one Amazon bestseller, The Power of Character Strengths, and the Strengths-Based Workbook for Stress Relief as well as practitioner-focused books that are leaders in their respective fields, including Character Strengths Interventions, Mindfulness and Character Strengths, and Positive Psychology at the Movies. He's penned over 80 scholarly peer-reviewed articles and given more than 700 workshops, keynotes, and webinars on positive psychology topics across the globe. He's an award-winning psychologist, annual instructor at the University of Pennsylvania, and adjunct professor at Xavier University. Ryan received a Distinguished Early Career Award from the American Psychological Association in 2011 and was granted fellow status of the International Positive Psychology Association in 2017. Welcome to the Resilient You podcast, Ryan. We're so happy to have you here. My goodness. Thank you for all that, Steve. And I'm so happy to be here with you. It's always great to connect with you. Yeah, same here. So, um, Ryan, as far as I'm concerned, you are the man when it comes to understanding character strengths and no one could better explain what these are. Let's start today by defining simply, for those who haven't heard this term before, what exactly character strengths are and why they're important. Sure, thank you. Uh, So to start, I would say that we could keep it very simple, that character strengths are your best qualities, your best qualities as a human being on this planet. For some of us, it might be hope and gratitude that are our best qualities. For others, it might be leadership and teamwork. For someone else, it might be spirituality or creativity or curiosity. Uh, But if we go a little bit further than that, to explain that further, uh, I would say that these character strengths are capacities within us. So we have these capacities to be good and to express goodness into the world. There are capacities to think to feel and to behave in these different ways. So we can think curiously and we can think from a perspective of perseverance and bravery. We can feel the experience of the strength of love or kindness, and then we can act with any of these character strengths. So we can act with a sense of zest or act with our strength of social intelligence or fairness, forgiveness, and and so on. So these character strengths then are really important because they're connected with all sorts of positive outcomes. They're connected with all these, anything really that you would want in your life or any goal that you could have, these character strengths have probably been connected in a research study with it. So they've been connected with creating better relationships. They're connected with more resilience. They're connected with being more engaged in what you're doing and enjoying what you're doing, having more happiness in your life. So these character strengths then are pathways to these things that we want in life. So it's like, what could be more important than that to tap into these qualities that are in us already 
waiting to be used. And we tap into that to be able to use them to reach that good outcome. Now, in the field of positive psychology, the focus tends to be more on those various positive things that these that these strengths are connected with, that they can bring you greater happiness and health and resilience and relationships and so on. But what's often not focused on as much is how these strengths are helpful for problems and for difficulties. And uh, this time we're living in right now, COVID-19, these character strengths can be particularly crucial for helping us to move forward and to navigate through this, uh, this new world that we all find ourselves in. Very interesting, Ryan. And one of the things I'm wondering is you've stated that we all have these character strengths and what would be an easy way for, for, for someone to learn more about their strengths, to identify them and, and learn how to use them more, let's say more consciously or more purposefully? Sure. You know, the, the main way that people identify their strengths and it's a, a scientific way is to take a, a test. So the, main test that is out there is called the VIA survey or the VIA inventory of strengths. And so people go to www.via, via, via character.org and they take this VIA survey. It takes about 10 minutes or so. And then what happens is they get a immediate results of their rank order of character strengths from one to 24. And so they begin to learn, oh, my number one strength, according to this test, is forgiveness, and my number two is self-regulation, my number three is humility, and my number 24 is gratitude. And they, and that, that's one way to, to do it. And that's probably the most common way because we've had now over 11 million people take the VIA survey on the site. Uh, and a new person takes it about every 10 seconds of every minute of every day. It's in 42 wow. It's in 42 languages, so you can take it. Uh, English isn't your main main language, um, you know. So that's that's one way, and that's simple, and that gives you a good jump start. You know, no no test is perfect. So while this one has good psychometrics, which is what psychologists use to measure whether a test is good or not, and not just kind of a a quick little you know kind of made up pop psychology test, but actually a good test. So it it passes all of those tests. But still, no test is perfect, you know, so we think of these as a starting point for people to understand themselves and uh, connect more with who they are. But, it, you know, another pathway that anybody could do uh, right now is to, to think of a time recently when things were going well. So even in this COVID-19 time and where so many of us are, are suffering much more than before, think of a time in these last few weeks when things were going well, you were happy for that hour or for that morning or evening and what was going on kind of describe that and then name the character strengths that were there and they will be there you know if you especially if you have a list of the 24 strengths in front of you or you kind of have a sense for what those strengths are that you know steve and i are kind of mentioning from time to time throughout this interview name those strengths that are in your story then uh, during COVID-19. So for example, maybe you felt really good when you helped one of your neighbors to get groceries because they're elderly and they uh, were gonna be at too great of a risk to go to the grocery store. And so in that quick little snippet, when you felt really good doing that, kindness might be the strength that you would spot in there. Uh, maybe you've been having to adjust to help your children with new learnings at school and doing all sorts of different kind of strategies with educating them. 
So what strengths were you using? Maybe some prudence to be very organized. Maybe you're using your strength of self-regulation to be disciplined in doing that. Maybe you are using your strength of love of learning to, to learn along with them. Maybe uh, if it's a, you know, two, two spouses working together, uh, maybe it's teamwork. So all sorts of different strengths you could find in that particular story. You know, another example that I've seen just here at the VIA Institute, the executive director of the VIA Institute um, where I'm at, uh, her name is Bretta Cooper. And I found that she has just been an incredible leader for the organization, like in a leader in the sense of being really great at listening to the various employees and the, and the people at VIA and what projects we want to engage in to help people in COVID. So I would spot her strengths of perspective, kind of keeping the big picture of where we're at in the world. I'm spotting the strength of leadership in her in that sense, the strength of teamwork that she's collaborating with the different team members. And, uh, and I could go on and on. So that, that would be another way that we can uh, identify our character strengths. Very nice. So you've you've mentioned a few times that there are 24 of these strengths, and I'm just wondering, um, my understanding or my recollection is that this strengths identification came out of many years of research, including um, research in a large number of countries all over the world to 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 really identify what were universal strengths that that were that were valued by pretty much all societies and cultures around the world. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. You said it. You said it right, Steve. And so this was a, a, a three-year project led by Chris Peterson, who's a prestigious scientist at the University of Michigan before he sadly passed away, and by Marty Seligman, who's regarded as the founder of positive psychology, and also along with my boss, Neil Mayerson, who's the chairman of VIA. And so they connected with 55 scientists to create this big collaborative team to look throughout time across cultures across nations, beliefs, and so on, what are the best qualities in human beings? What constitutes a good life or a flourishing life? You know, and so they look to each of the world religions and what they have to say about goodness and virtue. They look to the ancient philosophies dating back to Aristotle and Plato. They look to uh, even organizations that espouse certain virtues, whether it's the Boy Scouts or other, other types of groups. And uh, what they found is that there are these incredible parallels across the, the great thinkers and religions and belief systems. And they gathered these uh, these virtues and these character strengths and they put them to the test and they measured them across countries. So they asked people across countries uh, if these were qualities that were valued and are they found in your culture? Do you use them? Do you have institutions to build them up and so on? And they even traveled to some of the most remote areas on the planet because they didn't want it just to be Western and Eastern cultures uh, that it might be a little bit more uh, prominent or, or known to many of us, but they went to some of the most remote people on the planet. So they spoke, they went as far north as you can go in Greenland, uh, and spoke with the Inuit people, you know, and this was again back 15, 20 years ago. They went uh, and spoke with the Maasai tribal people far off the tourist circuit in uh, different, uh, uh, in, in Kenya, in Africa. And what they, they found is that these cultures also had these particular character strengths and valued them. And maybe they used them in a little bit different ways, but they valued them and they expressed them. So as far as we know then, what came of all this when this was published in 2004 uh, was that we had now have, for the first time in history, in human history, a common language 
a common language that describes what's best in human beings. And so that's what we're talking about here is these 24 character strengths. And so these are positive parts of our character, you know, which is part of our personality. So you can, sometimes my colleagues and I talk about this as our positive personality, these, these qualities that are, that are consistent within us over time. So it's, a, yeah, so you're right, Steve, it's, it was kind of an incredible endeavor and uh, very, Happy that this was all before my time at VS, but very, very happy that this came about because now we all have, whether we're in the coaching world or whether we're a parent or whether we're a manager, a teacher, a psychologist, a, a thought leader in some, some space, whatever our profession, we have a common language now by which we can reach other human beings, by which we can talk about what's best in human beings. We just, we never had that until about 15 years ago. So very exciting. Yeah, beautiful. Very, very exciting. And it really makes me think, and I've thought about this many times, um, you know, we've been saying since time immemorial that uh, we're all each other's, you know, we're all each other's keeper. We're all each other's brothers and sisters. And, and what I find in this research is, is a um, identification and and essentially proof of that, mm. you know, of the commonalities of the positive commonalities that that really um, bind all of us together. Mm. Well said, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so I, I want to ask you um, one thing I found in my own study and application of character strengths now over roughly 10, 15 years. Um, is just how fundamental they are to understanding our own self-identity, as you said, and how we operate in the world on, on a daily basis and, and a sense, you know, what's good about us and what's the best of, of us that we can bring forth. And it would seem to me that we often default without even knowing it to using a few key strengths over and over again in our daily lives, you know, how we approach our work, our relationships, our families, day-to-day -day challenges and so on. And what I'm, what I'm wondering is, is your thoughts about, is it possible to over-rely on a few core, core strengths? And are there times when we need to consciously build out, you know, build upon our other strengths, ones that we don't as often, you know, as commonly use, frequently use? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And maybe if I could just unpack it a little bit, because you're hitting on so many different key elements of this work and, sure. and of the research too. So the, the first piece, when you're talking about core identity, you know, that's what we refer to as the subset of these 24 character strengths, a subset called signature strengths. So each, and that's what's unique to each person. Each of us has our own set of, usually about five research shows, but it might be three for some people, it might be seven or eight for others, but about five signature strengths. So those qualities that are most essential to who the person is at their at their very best and just at their core, those qualities that are most exciting to them and make them the most happy and most energized, and those that are just very easy to use. Like you said, we don't really have to think about it. We can just use them. So the first step for people embarking in this work is to, I think at least, to name those signature strengths. So to name who you are, to, to know thyself, you know, that's kind of where leadership starts and uh, making a difference mm -hmm. in the world and so on starts is know thyself. And so we could do that in all sorts of ways. We name our best qualities. We try to understand them. How have we used these strengths in different ways? So for me, hope and love and honesty and um, perspective are a few of my highest strengths. So to know those strengths, how do I use those with my wife, with my three kids, in my work at VIA when I'm talking with you, Steve, and all these different places. So to name them, understand them, explore them, 
So to be exploring how I've used these strengths in the past and how I might use them in the future. And even if I feel comfortable with it, and so it'd be the same for everybody else, uh, to endorse them, you know, to accept them. Because some people don't accept their highest strengths and they kind of reject them or they're, they're upset. They wish they had other strengths. So to accept mm-hmm. these strengths and to appreciate them, that this is just part of us. It doesn't make us any better than somebody else, but to appreciate this for how it's gotten us to where we are today. And then, of course, to use them. How can I expand upon them? How can I, rather than allowing the strength to go into default mode where I'm mindlessly using it and I'm not even aware that I'm being hopeful or being loving or being honest, how can I be more mindful of the strength, more present to the strength? Because then what I find that happens, I use that strength so much better. So like with my children, I mean, sure, I'm always going to in a default to love and be loving, and that's one of my highest strengths. But when I'm mindful and conscious of love, and when I walk into the room and say, oh, they just they just come home from school, I'm going to bring forth my best strength of love, I do it so much better. I'm, I'm so much, you know, you know, even more warm, and I'm kind of touchy-feely in how I express my love. I like to hug and hold their hands and so on. So I'm more present to them in that sense. So I just wanted to give that as sort of the, I think, a first step for anybody embarking in this work. And, yeah, it's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, please keep yeah. going. And yeah. then kind of the next step, or, you know, not that it's necessarily step one, step two, but a, a later step could then be, how do I bring forth these strengths too strongly? You know, how does it cause problems for me or for other people when I'm using it? And so we call that character strengths overuse. And so how do, or by the way, the opposite, how do I bring forth my strengths too little? You know, how am I underusing my kindness or underusing my perspective or underusing my, my, my humor? Uh, and so on. But how do I overuse them? So if I come across with too much curiosity, then it might be, I might be nosy and a- asking my kids or my wife too many questions and it's bothering them in that particular situation. You know, or maybe my love is coming across too strong. My, my kids don't want their hand held or they don't want to be hugged. They might feel a little sensory kind of issue and they want to be left alone. And I have to kind of recognize in that moment, I might, I got to be careful to not overuse my love. I still want to use my love, but not come across too strong. So that's where each of us has to then evaluate, you know, first, let me make sure I'm using my, my best qualities. Then, okay, I don't want to come across too strong, but also too little. What we found in the research that's come out on this overuse and underuse of character strengths is that generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, underuse is a bigger problem than overuse. So the underuse of your strength, so not using enough kindness or wisdom or bravery or zest or whatever the strength might be, underuse you know, is connected with worse flourishing, with more depression, and with less life satisfaction. Now, overuse also is associated with those things. So if you are bringing forth your strengths too strongly, too much perseverance, too much zest, and causing problems for yourself or others, then that's connected with you know, less flourishing, less life satisfaction, and more depression. It's just that underuse is generally speaking worse. So that's where, you know, when in doubt, we want to use our character strengths. Now, the, now let me unpack one more thing because your, your question had so many great points to it, Steve. So one more point, sure. you know, so we talked about signature strengths and that importance. Then we talked about overuse, underuse, and maybe finding the zone of optimal use. Then there's the issue of, well, what about building up my non-signature strengths, strengths that are outside of my top five, top seven. And that also is definitely an important piece and is connected with greater life satisfaction if we do that. So some of the listeners here might say, 
I'm really low in gratitude or I'm really low in bravery and I'm upset by that. I don't like that. I don't want to have bravery be my 24 strength or leadership to be number 21. I want to work on that. And what we found uh, in research in, in personality just in the last eight years or so is that personality can change. We used to think it was like etched in stone and fixed, but it's, it's, it can change. So we can make an impact on these character strengths as far as we can tell. So if a listener wants to boost up their 24th strength or they want to be more grateful or, you know, again, pick any of the 24. They're all good. They're all positive, you know, more creative, you know, more wise, more, more courageous then they can do that by bringing their mindful attention to it, by making it part of their life, by monitoring it in their life and, and on and on. So. Very, very nice and really fascinating. And I have to say to your last point, um, I can personally attest to perseverance used to be one of my least, well, let's say my weakest mm. strengths, or let's call it a weakness. <laughs> um, really, really, really a weak part of my, my, so let's say my personality or my, my being. And when I moved into, I started out working in the private sector. In about 20, 20 years ago or so, I moved into the international development world, you know, NGO sector, nonprofit sector. Uh -huh. And, um, but I was still an entrepreneur at heart. And I have to say the fact that I'm still standing here 20 years later uh, doing what we're doing and, and, and you know, doing it well and, and growing and so on, um, I can say that my conscious effort to focus on perseverance has really, really paid off. And I would bet if you asked, you know, five or 10 people who know me well, what my top strengths were, certainly with, if not within the top three, within the top five, they would also pursue. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. That's what I would say about you. And, I, and, I, and not that you and I like talk every day or something, you know, but, but I would, yeah, from what I've seen in your work in India, but also many other countries, by the way, and the impact on so many people and, and all the obstacles. I mean, I've not, you could probably unpack about a thousand obstacles that you and your team have encountered. <laughs> and that's all about perseverance, overcoming the obstacles, probably internal to you or internal to your family and, and navigating balance and all that, but then also all the logistic obstacles. And I mean, it's it's really, it blows my head to think about all the obstacles you both have persevered <laughs> with. So yeah, I, I'm kind of actually surprised. That well, it has, it has blown my head, and that's the why, why I am the way I am. Yeah. So that, I'm grateful then that you have used your perseverance, that you've elevated it. Uh, however you've done that, it may be because of having a good mission and a good purpose. Uh, but I'm so glad that you have because so many people have benefited from it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, along those lines, I, I, before we move on, I, I just want to say, you know, um, uh, and, and I'm sure I think you know that at Corestone, our, our youth programs in India and Kenya, and actually just launching in Rwanda now, um, we always begin with teaching kids about their character strengths. We work with adolescents; they're all around 12 to 16 year olds. They're all, you know, from very very poor, economically disadvantaged, marginalized populations, and so on. And we always start with character strengths. Um, we find that it's foundational to building a strong self identity. Um, and, it, and by the way, it's the piece of our program that's always the most popular and the most impactful when we go back and evaluate, you know, uh, what's happened. And, you know, sadly, one of the things I've often heard from kids when visiting schools is no one ever told us we have strengths. And, you know, every time I hear that, I, I just think, you know, just imagine the power and the tragedy of that statement. You know, the tragedy that you're being raised, and this is, you know, literally billions of children in, in, 
in the developing world who are being raised often with that lack of understanding or knowledge of, of what their strengths are, even if they don't call them character strengths, but just having people you know, around them that reinforce that they do have strengths and, and that they matter. Um, but also the power of activating that you know, is so, is so tremendous. And, and our programs are proof of yeah. that. So, you know, when, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And, and when I visit students in the schools, for example, I spent um, every few months, I'm in rural villages in India now, and well, not right now because of COVID, but up until yeah. recently. Um, but I always ask the class when I visit, when visit a school, I always ask them, you know, who can tell me what their three most important character strengths are? And invariably, 99% of the hands of these kids go up. It's absolutely amazing, you know, in a completely different culture, in an area 10,000 miles away from where we're talking right now. Um, and people understand, you know, kids understand what it is and they have this huge sense of joy and big smile on their face as they tell me, you know, they're all shouting out, here's what my strength is. I have a love of learning. I'm forgiving. I'm passionate. I'm, I've got humor, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just sharing them and shouting them out, you know, into the air. It's really, really, really very, very inspirational. I love that. Yeah, it, it, it does speak so much to the, to the great potential that, that you've launched uh, for so many kids and the potential for, for everybody else to be able to see these particular character strengths and, and the ease of it. You know, as you said, people will are, can easily spot their strengths if they're just given the chance and that's the i agree with yeah. you it is a tragedy that they're just not given the chance often and, and it happens as, as you would right. agree with i'm sure you know around the world so in the united states as well i as a practicing psychologist i would uh often you know have that traditional approach where i'm i'm exploring a problem with somebody and exploring their depression or their anxiety or their addiction to something uh and then i would i would spend time in that first meeting saying well well now tell me about something good in your life tell me about one of your strengths then often they would look down at their shoes as if suddenly they're studying their shoelaces mm. and they and they would not know what to say and and so that yeah the tragedy i mean for adults you know 70 70 year old guy or you know a 47 year old woman i mean they're they're it, yeah, it, it, it's it is it's very sad in that sense, right. but but at the same time, the potential yeah. is so so much there and huge. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'd like to um, I'd like to just switch gears for a moment. Uh, you started talking a little bit about uh, character strengths and relation to you know COVID nineteen response, but I, I wonder if we could dig into that a little bit a little sure. bit more. Um, you know, what would be ways of how we can best apply our character strengths, you know, to our, to, to our response, even either to the benefit of ourselves, to our families, you know, to our neighbors. Um, are there some easy practical steps? And you shared a few earlier, and I just wonder if you could dig a little deeper into that, you know, practical steps that you could share. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, at this time, it's such a unique time. And I, I, I think that every person is suffering in some way. So, so some people might have found a way to thrive or happens to work with their work. I've actually talked with some people that where that's the case and their, their job is thriving. Uh, but still, even those people, there's some uh, suffering for them and some struggle, some adaptations to this new world. And, and then there's other people on the other end who have lost their job or they've lost a loved one uh, to this. So, so, so we're all have, experiencing some kind of loss and suffering. So one piece is that's, I, we could call it practical for sure, is really around this strength of social intelligence. That's one of the 24 strengths and you know, so social emotional intelligence, which has to do with naming the reality of our feelings right now. So, so what is it that we're, that's going on within us to name that loss, to name that grief? 
that is happening in us as we try to adjust to the isolation, as we adjust to not connecting with our friends, as we adjust to maybe not having a job or our job is being threatened, whatever our suffering is, to, to name that is so powerful rather than kind of stuffing it away or avoiding the feeling. So to name the sadness, the anxiety that we're feeling, the fear that we're feeling, the anger that we're feeling, the anger that this is happening. And so that's the first step you know, when it comes to working with our, our emotions in that sense. And that's a first step of emotional and social intelligence. And you know, there's a lot more to it, of course, than just naming the feeling. But I would, I would say then also on a practical level, we wanna then have a healthy outlet for those feelings that we name. So sometimes the healthy outlet can be sort of a, a release where we then choose some kind of healthy behavior like we exercise or we uh, do some kind of art to express ourselves. Or we can directly talk about the feeling with somebody else. That would be a direct way of working with the particular feeling. We have a discussion, we share our suffering with a friend over Zoom or with our significant other or that kind of thing. You know, we might um, even face it, face the feelings in say a meditation. We practice following our breathing and meditating mindfully and we name the feelings that are happening inside of us and as a way of kind of letting them out and releasing. So that's all kind of one side on the on more of the afflictive emotions grief side of things that would be practical that you know can take many different forms but it's very important for people to explore and to be doing at this time. The other side uh, I would I would say has to do with using our character strengths in some way for our own self-care or to benefit others. So in terms of self-care, you know, I know my for myself, I'm, you know, in the midst of chaos every day with my three kids who are ages four, four <laughs> six, and nine, and my wife who, you know, again, we're very grateful that she's working full-time, that I'm working full-time, but it makes it very difficult that we actually have to feed these kids. You know, who would have thought it? We actually have to educate them now, and we have to somehow find a way to work full-time, and the kids, we have a dog, and all these different things. So uh, it's, it's very challenging. And so so for me, and it's just the reality as a parent and the worker at this point, uh, how do I take care of myself in all of that? How does my wife take care of herself? For, for me, I, you know, it's different for everybody, but I try to take breaths <laughs> every once in a while. I try to pause for breath. So that's using the character strength of self-regulation. So to, to control, you know, the, you know, impulses, emotions in the moment and take a breath. In other words, catch a breath in between the chaos. It might even be just in the bathroom. That might be the only time I have to catch a breath is to after using the bathroom, before I open the door, take two or three breaths. And some medical professionals and nurses at this point that are working their tails off will tell me that is all they have is in the bathroom. That's the only break they have. And sometimes that's the case for busy parents. Mm -hmm. So that's used, that's me taking little moments of self-care. Uh, and so for somebody else, it might be gratitude. It might be they walk outside and they use their character strength of gratitude, or maybe they walk in nature with their dog for five minutes to appreciate beauty. I can't tell you how many people are turning into that, turning to that character strength at this time. Appreciation of beauty as they go for a walk outside and they can still keep their physical distancing. But I still want to say, you know, there we can use these other character strengths, not just for our self-care, which everybody listening should do, but also to help others. And, you know, we see that all, all around on the social media world of people 
expressing strengths like humor uh, to bring levity and lightness uh, to other people or doing kind acts in some way, helping their neighbors or helping a family member with something. And so they're using their kindness or their love in maybe a way they hadn't before. So to, to turn to whatever your best qualities are and then ask yourself, how can I use those? in some way to help somebody else in my family or in my neighborhood or in my world, remotely maybe, or maybe directly. So those would be some practical things I would suggest as we try to navigate this Very wonderful, very, very nice. And, and, and you know, in addition to the tips that you've just, uh, or suggestions that you've given, uh, you've, touched a, you've touched on a couple of themes that, um, that I've been seeing emerging around the pandemic. Um, uh -huh. Let's say from a well-being perspective, and, and, and broader. Uh, and again, you just mentioned two of these, you know, themes like finding connection in the midst of, of isolation, uh, finding meaning in life through small acts of kindness or volunteering types of acts, you know, for others. Um, and what I have found, and so, you know, personally, and also what, I, from what I've been reading, I, I see a lot of people basically saying, if I could just put aside for a moment my fears, my fears about maybe getting sick or losing my job or, or, or the stock market crash and whatever. If I could just put those fears aside for a moment, then actually I'm kind of grateful for this giant global pause that's happening. Mm -hmm. It's really a giant global pause. I mean, it's unprecedented. It's never happened, you know, I think probably in the history of, of, of humanity. And, you know, we were flying down this rabbit hole basically of, of nonstop movement, you know, the on switch 24 seven, right? Things like climate change on the horizon are already here. Um, the nonstop consumerism staring at our screens, on our laptops, on our phones, all these things, you know, instead of creating meaningful connections, you know, all of this, right? And I'm wondering if you're seeing some of the same of that, you know, some of these same sort of trends or or thoughts coming out, you know, in your own work, and and you know, just maybe at a macro level, let's say, what if any positives you see coming out of all of this? And, and for this, I'm really not even asking you about character strengths per se, but just as a psychologist and, and somebody with the, with the amount of experience that you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and as you know, Steve, I can link anything back to character strengths <laughs> at some point. But yeah, you can um, if you want. <laughs> but I um, don't want to limit you in any way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the word that, that comes to me to my mind first is is opportunity. That it, it is certainly an opportunity for the world to cause a, a, a positive shift in the sense, despite the the negative, that we look and find the the meaning and that we look for the opportunity in this sense. And perhaps it will catalyze a, a shift in how people think about the environment or how they think about how they treat animals or how they treat other people. And that's the that's the hope. And I think that a lot of us, like you and me and others, are, are trying to kind of push people in, in that way and that that will cause a tilt on that macro level. Uh, I, I definitely think that there is for the for the first time that I've seen these some of these character strengths being used at a societal level like we are seeing societal prudence you know that the people are wearing you know most people not all but so many people are being prudence in a collective way with the masks and with the distancing and so on right. being careful sure. as before they leave the house and it's like a societal prudence there's a societal or social self-regulation going on of of taking a little bit more of that pause that you're talking about a little bit more disciplined in how they organize their life and i hope 
that there's a societal hope as well. That I mean, I know so many people are lost in cracks of darkness right now, but I also hope that there's enough of a, of a tilt toward the good and toward optimism that we can come out of this better. So toward that character strength of hope as well. And then, of course, I would hope that there's a, a, a societal shift toward love as well, a collective love and kindness and these strengths that are about building other people up and building the world up. So it's, it's unprecedented from a, from a character strengths level and on a level uh, of what what could be for all of us. Yeah, very, very nicely put. Unfortunately, we're out of time, Ryan. I could talk to you pretty much all day. So um, I, before we close up, I just really want to take a moment at the risk of completely embarrassing you. Um, <laughs> in my book, you're like, you're an unsung hero. Um, your work around character strengths, and of course the others that have also, you know, and, you, and you've mentioned who some of them are, but... Um, your work around strengths is so foundational to what we're doing in the world. And it's pr proven transformational you know, to thousands of kids that we work with, um, kids who every day of their lives face really, really tough challenges. And your work has translated into you know, massive change, massive improvements in health and education and pushing back against really tough systemic issues like you know, racial discrimination, gender inequities and stuff. I mean, we've seen evidence of all of it. And I really feel that the character strengths work has really been foundational to that. So I really want to be, I really want to thank you for all, everything that you've done and everybody else in the positive psychology field alongside with you who've, who've, who've spent years researching this work. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I, I certainly I would accept that gratitude on behalf of the whole the via the via team in the sense, and the you know that it's not just me; that it's many other team members, and then the recent history with Neil Mayerson and Marty Seligman and Chris Peterson, and you know, and that really all of us are kind of standing on the shoulders of others uh, who are standing on the shoulders of others, and you know, whether it's the thought leaders in the past or the virtue leaders. I mean, going back thousands of years, you know, nobody has done it themselves by themselves. So. In that sense, I accept on behalf of all of those people, but, but and just, yeah, it's, it, it, but it's, it's so amazing to have people like you in the world that are making such a difference on a collective level. And as I've said to you and to many people about you and your work that I don't know if there's a more in, impactful person in terms of impacting the quantity of people in a meaningful way than you and what you've done in so many different places. So, so the, well, that's fairly the ridiculous goes, and overstated, but, but I appreciate the gratitude that. goes both ways. I guess <laughs> is our point here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So uh, thank you. And thanks so much for being here before we, um, before we close, I, I do want to bring to our listeners attention to online resources that, Ryan has um, mentioned to me um, and that are available to learn more about character strengths and particularly in relation to COVID. Um, one is at www.viacharacter.org slash COVID care. So via character is V-I-A-C-H-A-R-A-C-T-E-R, viacharacter.org slash COVID care. And the other one is a Facebook group, which is at facebook.com slash groups slash via united in strengths one more time facebook.com slash groups slash via united in strengths thank you very much ryan I, it's been wonderful talking with you thanks so much steve great to connect with you again that's it for today 
Join us for next week's episode of Resilient You with personal resilience expert Steve Leventhal featuring Shah and Yo on helping kids build resilience in times of crisis.